106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Our lady of blessed acceleration, don't fail me now. It's time for Drive Radio, presented by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Whether you need help diagnosing a problem. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive. Hey, how exactly does a positive track rear on a Plymouth work? It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560 The Source. All right, this is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Steve Horvath, Charlie Grimes, your engineer, Larry Unger, of course, answering phones today. You can call us 303-477-5600. The text line also, you can ask questions there, 307-200-8222, 307-200-8222. Steve Horvath from Geno's with me, as I said a moment ago. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks. Appreciate you joining us. Oh, thank you. This is great. Yeah, it's a little... I'm not sure what the weather's going to do today. I don't Actually, think we're going to get much snow. I don't think now snow is maybe a little bit on Monday. We haven't had any large storms in Colorado. That's uh, kind of what they predicted, actually. In fact, they, their predictions were a lighter year, especially in the first part of, you know, fall, winter. That could change as we get into typical. the latter half. That's, you know, kind of typical. So, yeah, don't be surprised if we don't get some uh, bigger storms as we go through the year. But you know what? It, who knows? All right. So for it's, today. It's the weather. It's the weather. <laughs> so for today, here's the question of the day. By the way, lines are open. 303-477-5600. Any question you've got. Question today is, I don't think we've ever done this one before. We've never done this question that I know of. What car slang do you not hear anymore? Because we used to have all sorts of slang we used in the car world. So what is some car slang you don't hear anymore so i'll give you one example to get things kicked off three on the tree yes 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 yes. that's that's a slang for a manual transmission with a column shift wow three on the tree so that's what i'm asking when it comes to you know car slang so so i'll give you a couple to get things you know get things going three on the tree four on the floor four on the floor Okay. okay that's another slang so four on the floor four on the floor is a four-speed transmission that you shift on the floor, of course. So what is some slang, car slang, you no longer hear? That is the question of the day, 303-477-5600. By the way, lines are open. Give us a call. We'll answer questions for you. And, uh, again, you can do that by just dialing 303-477-5600. The text line as well, 307 200 8222. You can email us questions as well. You can go right to the website, drive-radio.com, and ask a question there. We'll get it answered. Or you can send me one directly, john at drive-dash, and it's a hyphen, so drive-drive-radio.com. I've had some folks in the past where they actually type out the drive-dash radio, and no, that's oh, it's a drive-radio.com. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And the <clears throat> reason for that, folks, is there's a, you know, plethora of websites out there and so what those of us that are on this side do is if you can't find the exact url you need in this case drive radio even though it's not being drive radio.com is is taken it was some 15 20 years ago i don't know as it's ever been used for anything but somebody owns it they're sitting on it if i could end up with it i would but there there is no drive radio.com available that's why we had to use the drive hyphen radio.com i heard there was a 
there was a guy that bought a lot of those, and I, he made a ton. I, or, I shouldn't say guy, a person. Early on, uh, I think you could have done that. You could have bought a dot com for like yep, GE or for, places like that. That's yeah, right. And sold them for thousands. That's thousands, right. So. All right, Bill up in Boulder is joining us now. Bill, welcome. What's going on today, sir? Hey, good morning, John. Welcome to the weekend. Thank you. Uh, so first, yeah, we made it. We made uh, it. Yes, we're here. <laughs> you know, it's, you got to qualify it anymore, it seems like. You sure do. Um, hey, so uh, archaic phrases, uh, dual quads. Dual quads. And, uh, good one. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so yeah. okay, so for those that are listening that are maybe a little younger, Bill, explain what dual yeah. quad is. So a dual quad was a uh, two four-barrel carburetor setup. So usually on big blocks that needed lots of uh, fuel yep. and air. Yep, dual quad. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. So, uh, hey, I have a, a, just a quick question. Brand new windshield in the truck. And uh, of all the cars going 30 miles an hour just now, got stuck in some idiot in the Mini Cooper that was going like 25. And he kicked up a rock, and it landed just above my windshield, or oh, just no. above my uh, windshield wiper. Okay. And it, it didn't crack it, but it put one of those little surface pits in it. Okay. Um, is there any, like, epoxy or nope. something that I could just kind of squirt nope. into that? No, you could talk no. to the guys at Novus, see if there's something they would recommend yeah. doing. If there's any epoxy that would work, they would have it. Rule of thumb, by the way, don't do anything with it till you talk to them, even a car wash bill, because sometimes even the, the soap and chemicals of the car wash can affect the ability for those things to stick. But I would have them at least take oh. a peek at it. They can do that with no problem. And now, in the meantime, would just, you, you would put a little tape over it or something, just yeah, kind of keep the dirt and oil a little, put a little Yeah, scotch tape actually works great, Bill. Just put a little scotch tape on it. I was thinking of doing that for nothing else, just to keep the uh, the windshield wiper from abrading. Exactly. Oh, yeah, good yeah, put a little yeah. tape on it. You'd be great. Okay, sounds good. That's all right, you need John, to do. And then call show. Novus. Those guys will help you. And Novus had those little right, band-aids. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Band -aid. I, I, I remember those. That. Those are perfect. Those work great <laughs> for what he's talking about. All right, 303-477-5600. Give us a call. Dan and Foxfield is next. Dan, welcome. Good morning. Enjoying your show. Thank you, sir. I just wanted to offer... I just wanted to offer... Uh, Armstrong air conditioning when you roll the window down. Armstrong. <laughs> yeah, you had to roll the window down. I okay. forgot. Yeah, good I one. I remember that. Yes, <laughs> Armstrong air conditioning. Good one. I love it. So, anyway. That's yeah, awesome. You guys have a good day. Thanks, Thank Dan. You. I appreciate yeah. it. Yep, Armstrong air conditioning. Crank. <laughs> you know what? Uh, last time I was in Mexico, I haven't been in a car. I'm not exaggerating. I think most of you could probably say this. I haven't been in a car other than my old Buick that I mm -hmm. still own, uh, where you actually have to, you know, roll. Well, my old truck, of course, that old yeah. yellow truck I drive. But you know, haven't been in an actual modern car where you have to crank the window down. I rented a car in Mexico not that long ago where mm -hmm. it had, believe it or not, had crank windows. Well, you know, you know, and they had the, you know, the vent windows too. That right. kind of helped give you a little more. You they know, had a crank. My Buick has a little crank. Oh, on crank it. for the yeah, window. Yeah, for window. the vent window. So I have uh, two cranks. Actually, I have. We have a 2010 Chevy Aveo. That we loan out to customer and it has a crank window. Armstrong, so, yeah. Armstrong air conditioning. You All wouldn't right. think anything after two thousand. That's hilarious. <laughs> John and Cheyenne, what's going on? Hey, John, I'm just driving back from vacation, and uh, we just came down from Avon. Did you have a good time? Over oh man, skied every day. Nice at the different cross country center. So, but we just went over uh, Vail Pass. It was pretty nasty. All the oh. way to Georgetown, and uh, Loveland Pass was closed. They made it right before they closed the tunnel for the uh, hazardous material. Uh -huh. The guy was getting ready to step out. So anybody heading up to the mountains, it looked 
like from Georgetown all the way back to Idaho Springs, maybe even a little further, was backed up going to the mountains. Okay. So, all right. Good to know. But you, you need to, since it's only halfway through the winter, remind people how to drive in the snow. You know, and our problem this year, is, uh, as you know, John, we haven't had a lot for these guys to, you know, really have much practice. That's the one bad thing. Yeah, but it was, you know, people, you know, I'm leaving extra uh, distance between myself and the truck in front of me, the car in front of me. Right. Because if I got to stop, I want the room. Every time I left a little too much distance, somebody, somebody cut you off. They're trying to, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, and tailgating, and I'm going slow. They had the chain-up laws in effect for the tractor trailers. Right. And I'm just like, you had the speed limit down to 50. And I'm like, do you people have any sense? You should have the guys from a good shop on explain what a little fender bender costs today. They're going to join me Monday, so I'll have them on Rush to Reason on Monday, John, and we'll ask them that. Great point. Yeah, but, you know, a little fender bender costs you $5,000 yeah. today to get fixed. Oh, yeah, no, no, no joke. And if your deductible is high, then you're not going to – and that's that's the car that's running down with the uh, – yep. With the tape hold the headlamp well, in because he can't afford the That's right. To fix. Most of them are totaled. Wow. Most of those cars are totaled. You know, yeah. any any minor fender bender, they totaled. You're, you're totaled. That's you know, right. anything that's below that's right. five or six grand value of a car. You're right. No, you, good a, point, The Steve. littlest thing, yeah. they total it. That's right. So it's just it – was, it was interesting. Once I hit about the top of Floyd Hill, uh, the road was clear and dry. Again, good. the other thing, set my cruise on 65 – didn't touch the brake until I got almost to the 76 turnoff. Okay. Because you use the computer to get to the bottom of the hill. Nice. These people, just you see them racing by you, and then all of a sudden they jam on their brakes, and you're like, I don't know. You got Steve from Geno's in there. How many brake jobs do you do a year for people riding their brakes down the mountain? Well, and it, it is so hard to explain to people that you know they're they're complaining because their rotors they're they're warped, right? And it's because they're jamming on those brakes so hard, and uh, and they don't understand. We kind of grasp the concept that it's it's you're not really running right. the brakes, but you're, they should right. be so bad, right? Exactly. Uh, yeah, and it's, and the computers in today's cars, the cruise control computers, mm-hmm. if you're on a dry road will hold you to the speed to get you safely down without yeah. having to ride the brake. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly but, right. No, good point. You know, hey, John, what we learned, us driving on uh, sticks, is how to downshift, which people don't know how to do either anymore. They do not. You are correct. <laughs> and here's the last one. Would you open the bl- butterfly vent? Open, yeah, the one underneath the dash? No, the uh, the vent window. He always Oh, the butterfly. The okay, butterfly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it, got it, got it. You know, a lot of, a lot of vehicles had them under the dash as well. Yeah, because we'd be sitting in the back and the wind would be blowing on us because he didn't have AC. That's right. Hey, John, have a great day. You too, man. Thanks, John. Be safe on the road. Appreciate you calling in. All right, got two lines uh, on hold. One is open, 303-477-5600. Slot car Joe and Randy, hang tight. We'll be right back. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Napa know-how. Napa guy knows not to judge a man by his car's multicolored paint job or absence of modern gadgetry. Who cares if it's technically old enough to vote and the windows are powered by the strength of your left arm? Your monthly payment is zero, and it'll stay that way. Because with over 500,000 parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep anything on the road. She may not be pretty, but she's all yours. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Rates are like a roller coaster lately. 
Are you concerned about the future and how to protect your home? Do you want to become mortgage safe? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With home values still at their highest level ever and rates at historic lows, now may be the best time to be prepared if the economy changes. Last time, many of our friends lost their home when it was unnecessary. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Many of our clients have the ability to tap their equity should the economy change, all without having to borrow the money now. We can show you how to access your equity in these uncertain times to give you peace of mind and allow you to focus on what's important, your family. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage at 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. We are locally owned and operated since 2001. Our reputation of putting you first with straight answers and listening are unmatched in Colorado. Let us help you protect your home. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, where it's all about you. Here are the three C's of high performance in less than 60 seconds. Your engine piston rings must have good compression, which makes good combustion, which saves cash at the pump. But you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon. Today's engines use low tension rings, which clog much easier, which lowers compression, combustion, and the amount of cash in your pocket with higher fuel cost and expensive repairs. This problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three C's in just 15 minutes. It has three letters, E, P, as an engine performance restoration that cleans piston rings and restores compression, which increases and saves you. Find a shop with BG products BG. at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. So, at your next oil change, remember the three C's. You will find more of this in your engine and this in your pocket when you clean your engine with BG. Hi, this is Scott Watley for my friends at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. And not just my friends, but truly, the staff at Lone Tree feels like part of our family. Since 2002, they have provided the very best care for our pets. What we love about Lone Tree Vet is the services they provide covers all of our needs. From preventative care, dentistry, pain management, cardiology, dermatology, and eye care, as well as emergency and critical care. They also offer veterinary surgery and orthopedic care. And when you need to get away, they have a fantastic boarding lodge and a cat boarding lodge that is amazing. If your pet gets to go along, they can even assist you with your travel health certificates. And when your dog needs a little extra instruction, check out the K9 Academy. They helped us so much when we got a new puppy last year. And then, of course, there is a spectacular grooming salon that you and your pet will love. All of this and more at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Oh, and check out the blogs to help you become a better parent at LoneTreeVet.com. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe that all pets deserve to have a good life. Call 303-708-8050. That's 303-708-8050. It's just one stop and all the care you need. All right, back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Steve Horvath, Geno's Auto Service over in Littleton. Charlie Grimes, your engineer. Larry Unger, our phone answerer today. We appreciate him very much, by the way, doing this each and every week as he does. Uh, all right, let's go to the phone. Slot Car Joe is up next up in Conifer. Slot Car Joe, what's up? Oh, just working away on a job down here in Lafayette. Well, thank you. We appreciate oh, everybody yeah. that does work like that. Believe me. <laughs> yeah. Um, Makes the world go around, yeah. Joe. Oh, yeah. Well, got to make money somewhere. That's right. <laughs> um, 
Here's one, and anybody who drives a truck knows what it means. But in high school, I drove a 54 Dodge Power Wagon. Okay. Okay. My mother had to take me into a parking lot and teach me how to double clutch. Yeah. Yeah, good one. That's a slang term that's gone. <laughs> uh-huh. All right, Most so for everybody that's younger. How to do it. So, Joe, yeah. everybody that's younger that doesn't know what that term is, explain. Okay, you when you shift gears up or down, especially in a truck like that, um, you got to put the clutch in, put the transmission in neutral, Yep. rev the engine up to match the speed of the transmission, put the clutch back in, and then put it into gear. Yep. Because there's no synchronizers in the transmission. That's right. So you double clutch the transmission. Yeah. A lot of big yep. truck drivers knew how to do that because that's oh, yeah. natural yeah. there. Yep. Well, the thing of it is, is I drive a 73 F250, and I don't need the clutch except for stopping and starting. Yep. <laughs> yep. No, that's my old, but, my old uh, 72 GMC, same way. You don't need it other than to get going. Yep. Yep. But, uh, no, that's a good one, Joe. Yep. We still need to get right. you on and do some history on, uh, you know, the slot car end of it uh, and, and all that. We'll oh, do yeah. that. I, I just, we, as you know, with COVID and everything else, it's been a little different, oh, but yeah. we'll we'll slow down and do that. I've got your number still. Yeah. Yeah, the group I'm with, we haven't done any racing all summer, and it's kind of hurting. So. Well, I'll tell you what, when you guys get Always back up and running, you know, contact me, and we'll we'll get together. Okay. So all right, Joe. Good, John. Thanks, man. I appreciate it very much. Randy in Detroit is up next. Randy, how are you? Hey, how we doing, guys? Good, sir. Uh, question on a uh, motor mount. Uh, pretty sure it's what I need here. Uh, until I can order the parts, I want it from the dealer, until the guy can get me in, because everybody's backed up a week. Uh, as a Band-Aid, can I squirt that thing with some 1040? Or is the guy that was going to do it said, you know, it may backfire. It might start chewing on that rubber. So, I mean, is it a good idea? No, you don't, no. Will that help? No, not, I, I no. guess, so the mount's just sagging? Is it bad? Is it broken? What's the deal? Well, I'm, I'm getting vibration at, at the light when I'm, you know, stop sign, red light, whatever. There's vibration. Okay. Uh, and when I let off the gas. Yeah, WD-40's not going to help that at all. Yeah. It won't do anything. Uh, no. And you can get motor mounts from Napa much cheaper than you could buy them from the dealer, by the way. Okay, I didn't, I didn't know that. It's just be the, the same motor mount, probably, by the way, when it's all said and done. Chrysler doesn't make its own well, motor mounts. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, like, I don't know that, I know the guy doesn't work, he doesn't have an account with Napa. But he did, uh, someone else told me that, you know, that he's had some from aftermarket, and they're noisy right from the get-go. He goes, go right over here to Chrysler and get it. Uh, but, I mean, he, he doesn't deal with Napa. So I didn't bring that up. It depends on the car and, okay. and the motor mount, too. Sometimes you have Sometimes to. you go factory, but yeah, sometimes, but that's a rarity typically anymore. Yeah. I mean, if it's going to be noisy from the get-go, it defeats the purpose. Yes. Yeah. Agree. Or you it's feel like, it. That's why I use Adaptive yeah. One brake pads, because they're right. good right off the bat. They last. They're good. I love them, and that's what I want. That, that's what I'm going to get. But anyway, all right. Thank you much. I won't squirt that. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Leave it alone. You'll be in good shape. All right, Randy. Thanks a lot, Craig. You are next, Craig. What's going on today? Hi, John. How are you doing, sir? All right. Question for you. Uh, I'm presently, as we speak, going to look at a Volvo XC90 with the Yamaha-built V8 engine. What do you know about that? Uh, everything I've read. That's a decent. You know, decent engine, decent car. I mean, Yamaha's been doing engines and things, even on the automotive thing, for a very, very long time. So I, I, I'm not going to knock anything along those lines at all. The XC90 is a nice car, by the way. Well, I'm kind of looking at it to replace a, a Hummer H3 for towing, and I know it's not not a truck-built no, type. No, uh, not even close. 
frame setup. No, not even close. Yeah, How much are you towing with it? Very small, very small camper, full teardrop. What year is it again? Oh, anywhere from like an 05 to a 2010. What's the one you're going to look at specifically? Uh, I believe it's a 2008. Okay. Good price? And Yes, uh, about 10 grand. Okay, it's not bad. Pretty small miles, 125,000 miles. Uh, real good uh, maintenance record. No accidents, two owners. Why, why are you wanting to move to a Volvo? Just asking the question. Well, we don't want to get, I guess, into a, a strict truck platform. Uh, I want to kind of stay with an SUV-type vehicle uh, just for the comfort. And because it's not too big, I don't know that we really can justify a, a pickup, per se. Don't really need to haul a lot of stuff in a bed. Okay. Um, gosh, that's a toss-up. Um. I, I tell you, with Volvo's, it's it's a it's a challenge. It's a crapshoot, is the it, problem it really with the Volvo, it, and it's it's a challenge to find good tech. I mean, it's a nice car, but you you yeah you're yeah to to. I'm glad <clears throat> Steve just said that, Craig. You are really limited now on you know who works on the car, and and not necessarily here in town. I I've, I've got some folks I can recommend yeah. you go to that do some Volvo work. And by the way, most of our shops do not, so you know you're going to find yourself at a, at a real specialty Volvo shop. The downside to that is if you're out in the middle of somewhere and have a problem. Uh, that's the issue with owning a car like that. Getting it fixed is tough. If you're up in, you know, say Winter Park, and sure. something happens, you're probably not going to get that car fixed. You're hauling it to Denver. Okay. That's the downside to it. Not saying it's a bad okay. car. Those are just things you have to think about when you buy a Swedish type car, which is what a Volvo is. Right. Understand. Uh-huh. Again, just you know, parts, parts availability, people that understand the car, everything on that car when it comes to even scanning the car. You know, Craig, and even getting the information you need to fix it is very specific to Volvo. A Volvo is like owning a Land Rover. Think of it that way. Okay. Not not saying they're bad cars, but it's like owning a Land Rover. And even Jeff from JC's British will tell you that you know it takes very specialized equipment when it comes to working on a Land Rover. That Volvo is not much different. Okay. That's the downside and to as, it. Uh, as a testament to what you were talking about, braking and double clutching, um, I cease to be amazed at people. You know, even on my my uh, own residential street where there's a stop sign, people will go entirely up either to a red light or a stop sign at full speed yep. and then just mash the brake pedal. Yep, you're right. And I've got and I've got an 03 Acura that uh, has 76,000 miles right now. I still have the original brake pads with about 35% of the front pads still left. <laughs> A manual transmission too, you, or just automatic? Manual, tr- manual transmission. So yes, I do do double clutch when you know the, the opportunity is given. Or, or downshift. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, you're doing well. I mean, you, you you're one of the few that can do that. Most can't. So you're you're doing well. You're driving and the car instead gone. of steering it, like we talked about before. Right. Are you? Are you uh, have you taken possession of your Corvette yet? Probably will this week. What you know, weather dependent, I guess I should say. And have you driven it yet? I'm nope, I have not. Put it on the showroom. Nope, I have not oh, driven have not. it. Well, I was going to ask you what your impressions were. I mean, it's, it's, everybody that you read says it's quite an experience. Yeah, everybody says it's fabulous. I, I have not. I have not hopped in it yet. I know that sounds weird, and Charlie thinks I'm weird, but no, I haven't driven it yet. 
Okay. That's all I had. I will here in the near future. Never fear. Thanks, Craig. Appreciate it very much. Dan and Blackhawk, hang tight. We'll get you as soon as we come back. We have lines open, 303-477-5600. Again, we're looking for uh, slang car terms that folks no longer use. Give us uh, what your favorite one is. We'll be right back. Dang, hang tight again. And this is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. You never enjoy going to the dealership for maintenance because you always get the runaround. You'd much rather give your business to a local independent shop, but you assume you have to go back to the dealership to maintain your service contract. You bought the vehicle there, so you need to get it maintained there too, right? Wrong! Extreme Auto Repair in Parker will honor almost all service contracts. You pay your deductible just like you would at the dealership, and Extreme Auto Repair does the work. Two-time AAA award-winning shop of the year, Extreme Auto Repair in Parker does their best to make your life easier by offering everything you need to maintain your vehicle for as long as you drive it. Fill out the contact form at klzradio.com extreme to find out whether or not Extreme Auto Repair will honor your dealership service contract. Promises kept. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. You want to protect your classic car in the event of an accident on the way to a car show or a surprise Colorado hailstorm. But you shouldn't insure your classic car the same way you'd insure your everyday vehicle. Paul Lanigro and his team at Group Insurance Analysts will get you the right coverage for your classic car. Just like with any other form of insurance, Paul and his team at GIA will shop the entire market at no extra charge, hunting for the right coverage at the best price. Remember, GIA works for you, not a specific insurance company, so they have more options. Unlike other forms of insurance, though, you should not insure your classic car based on cash value. You've put a lot of work into that car, so the real value far exceeds the book price. GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162. Hi, this is Al Smith with Golden Eagle Financial. You're listening to John Rush on Drive Radio because you want to do what's best for your automobile. As a financial advisor who specializes in retirement planning, I help people do what's best for their finances as they enter or prepare for that next phase in their lives. Events like 2008 and COVID-19 have had devastating consequences for many people's retirement savings. A healthcare crisis can derail a well-planned retirement if it's not taken into consideration. 
When I meet with my clients, we talk about protected growth of their assets and how careful planning can address unforeseen circumstances. For a Zoom meeting with me, Al Smith, or a visit to my office with social distancing, call 303-744-1128 or visit my website, goldeneaglefinancialltd.com. Advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, an SEC-registered investment advisor. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. Dan and Blackhawk, you are next. What's going on, Dan? Not much. How are you doing? Good, sir. Hey, um, getting ready to switch out uh, brake booster and master brake cylinder. Okay. Any pointers on about the steps to go through it? Vehicle? Uh, it's a 85 Nissan pickup. Uh, used to be called a rice rocket as an old slang term. I don't know if they're using it. That is that a anymore. slang term, yep. <laughs> no, I'm not using it much anymore, but, you know, it is. Yeah, so, anyway, so that's how old it is. It's got 425,000 miles that's, on it. Wow, so. wow, that's great. Well, Steve I, can I, answer I this one. Yeah, I don't I don't think there's a lot, of, specific. lot of stuff. But, uh, you know, you always, when you're done, you're going to have to bleed it pretty well. Right, and bleed it right. on the bench first before you put it in, the mesh cylinder. That, that helps, helps a lot. lot. Do, do what on the bench? Bleed the, bleed the cylinder on the bench before putting it on. You'll have less air in it if you do that. Okay, so, I mean, I have a new, so... I just got the valve. I'm going to reuse the reservoir because, mm-hmm. um, you know, that, that old of a vehicle, there's not very many parts for it anymore. Sure. So what so, you do is when all that's on the bench, you, know, you have to drain the fluid to get all that changed over and everything. So once uh-huh. it's on the, you know, the the vice, basically, the bench and the vice, just get a, you know, a Phillips screwdriver typically is what you use for this. And typically the cylinders uh, came with fittings and little, you know, vacuum hose, if you would, or, you know, tube where you could actually take the output of the master cylinder, run the tube right back up into the, you know, into the reservoir itself, and then you would take that, that blunt tip you know, screwdriver, the Phillips screwdriver, you'd push that cylinder in and out to squirt that air, you know, get that air work, worked out of it before you put it on. Okay. And then uh, other question, I was thinking since I'm doing this, and um, I don't think I've ever had the system flushed, is there a method to doing that too? As far as the, the bleeding of the fluid? system, yeah, the brake fluid. Yes, well, generally you start at the at the very back, the far right away. rear, typically. Yeah, and you have right. the you pump up the brakes. Right rear, left rear, right front, left front. Yeah. Typically right. on most cars and in America. Right. Yeah, you pump it up. You have somebody in the in the driver's seat holding right. the brakes down and release the the bleeder in the back and let all that fluid out and close it up before they bring the yeah. pedal back up. Best way to do that, by the way, is a uh, uh, you know Welch's uh, glass jar or. Uh, yeah, I guess a beer bottle or something would work as well. But the, the Welch's glass jars had a metal cap okay. that you could drill a hole in the metal cap, and then you'd run your little vacuum tube, Dan, down right. into the bottle, and you could literally see the color of the fluid and air and so on coming out into the bottle, and just a great way to capture it and not have it all over the floor as well. Okay, and then uh, another question. I, of course, I got the booster and I got the master cylinder. It's, like I said, just the cylinder, the, the reservoir all Reuse, Swap over. And the load load sensing valve on that, and that runs into the intake manifold. Is that correct? Load sensing valve. Yeah, there's a, a load on that model. It has a, a brake load sensing valve, or I, I'm, I'm probably butchering the. So probably more of a proportioning valve, well, I would guess. To, it's a vacuum valve that runs off the intake manifold, and it's supposed to I, probably help the brake booster. Would be my guess. Oh, 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 okay, yes, okay, yes, okay. Yes, I yes, see. Yes. Brake load, yes, yes, yes. Uh, it's, just a, it's just a vacuum hose, 
running uh, over to the uh, to the to the uh, intake. That's where the booster is getting its power from. Is from right. The, uh, There's a valve in between the two, though. On this is there? model, yeah, it's a load. It's a brake load sensing valve assembly. And does it have fluid running into it, or is it no, just vacuum? No, it's it's air. It, it, it yeah, you don't have to do anything with that. To the intake manifold and to the brake. Booster. Yeah, you don't have to do anything. Just just it, it's just probably just swap a, it over. a one-way valve. Yeah. I would assume. Just swap it over. Yeah. Okay. So it's just letting air one way and not the other, or right. vacuum, I should say, Correct. in this case. But so then, what I do on uh, going back to flushing the system, just put brake fluid in there and keep keep uh, you know bleeding it until we get the clear fluid again. Yep, a- and absolutely. you'll see. So again, you go on on, on all American vehicles because we're left hand drive. You start right rear, left rear, right front, left front, and just go through that circle a couple of times. Right, and then um, I read on the internet last night. Um, does brake fluid have a shelf life? It can, uh, yes. If it's not, if it's open, yes. If it's sealed, no. No, you're right. Okay. If, it, if it's okay. in a plastic bottle sealed with the aluminum lid, no, it'll last for a very long time. Okay, and if it's if, if it's I open, it, yes, it collects moisture. So then, what 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 should I? How how what's the shelf life on it? So oh, if it's if it's open and it's open to the air uh, in Colorado, yeah, six months or so. Other parts of the country, a month or two because yeah. of their moisture. Humidity, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, let me check this. Yep. Okay. So. I mean, it, when in doubt, uh, buy new fluid. <laughs> when yeah. in doubt, throw it out. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Probably gonna buy new fluid. <laughs> hey, when in doubt, you know, toss that. You know, uh, you know, recycle that properly. Right. Uh, you know, that's yeah. just waste oil at that point, and uh, you know, just you know, buy some new fluid. Yeah, and, and you then, can you can um, dump that into your waste oil. You know, so anybody don't put it right in with your oil yeah. when you do an oil change or whatever. It. Yeah. Don't how I recycle it. So. Yeah. Okay, I had the transmission. Um, since I had a, I was, this whole project started with a clutch. <laughs> okay. So I, I'm by myself. I didn't have my boys with me, so I couldn't, you know, I, I worked on it, worked on it, trying to get that transmission out of there. It was so tight. So I ended up pulling the engine. Oh. And then the transmission, uh, the drain plug was stripped out and seized, so I took it down to a transmission shop, and they um, put new seals and, I don't know, rings or pist- or whatever's. Uh, syn- synchronized rings? Years. Yeah, whatever. They put all that in, so I'm like, okay, this is turning into a project. <laughs> yeah, it is. But, I mean, it's all apart, so why not do it right now? True. So, and it's got, like I said, it's got 425,000 miles on Good it. Good for so you. It's got a lot of rice that's gone through yes, it. Yes, it so. has. <laughs> Good one. Okay. All right. Thanks, John. Dan, as Have always, appreciate the phone call very much. Uh, Vic and Thornton is next. Vic, what's going on, sir? Well, same old. Give us some slang, Vic. How about vapor lock? <laughs> yeah, you don't hear that anymore. No. No, you do not. All right, that's a good one. Any others? Yeah. No, that's it. All right, Vic. Thanks, as always. I appreciate it. And uh, a few more we'll give you. So Dennis texted Steve after oh. leaving. His was what, three-deuce? Three-deuce, three-deuce. Which is three two-barrel okay. carburetors. Uh, on a lot of vehicles, that was kind of a cool thing to do back in the day. So three deuce carburetors. And so, I don't miss vapor lock. No, I don't either. So, oh. anyways, we're talking. <laughs> question of the day is uh, automotive slang that has been forgotten. Three zero three four seven seven fifty six hundred or any other question you've got for us, give us a call. We'll get you right on air. Got a couple of lines open. Kim is up next. Kim, welcome. Oh, Kim, are you there? Oh, Kim. Oh, it's all right. I'm going to put Kim on hold, and we'll see if we can get them back you there kim nope all right i'll put them on hold uh larry see if you can grab them and uh, in the meantime lines are open 303-477-5600 all right i got a few more here that folks have texted in with and i appreciate all the text messages by the way i'll read a couple more of these off 
Uh, pedal to the metal. <laughs> I love that one. Okay, we don't pedal hear that one metal. very often anymore. <laughs> pedal to the metal. Uh, somebody also said meets on the car. That's putting big, you know, tires. You know, oh, meets, the, the, yeah, you know, the big, you know, back then. Oh, that's got big meats on it. That's what we used to say. Oh, I just thought of the rolling coal. Remember the rolling? Coal? Oh, those are still yeah, that's still around. That's still, yeah, that one's. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, a good one, Steve. That's that's current. I wish so, it was forgotten. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of do too. So, should I try Kim again, guys, or do we not know at this point? Hang on, let me let me try it one more time. Kim, are you there? Nope, still no Kim. All right, I'm going to hang Kim up. Kim, if you're listening on the radio, give us a call back, and uh, we'll get you right on air as soon as we can. 303-477-5600. Chris and Mead is next. Chris, welcome. Yeah, thanks for taking my call. I, I was calling because I have a uh, C60 school bus uh, from the from the mid-70s that we use for a, for a camper. Yeah, and very familiar uh, with that car or truck, I should say. Yeah, yeah, but the issue I'm having is the the tires are getting worn out. I took it to the tire shop to uh, to take a look at it, and I found out that it's got these split rims from the, oh, yep. that are apparently very dangerous to work on. And they said they really couldn't do anything because they couldn't get any rims that fit that bolt pattern. Oh, really? That are not, you know, yeah, that are that that have the same hole pattern that they can bolt on there that that won't have that dangerous, you know, uh, style on it. I would assume that it would take any kind of like a camper kind of thing. I was thinking, or but no, huh? That's 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 the news I got. They said I'd have to replace the the hubs and, and go all the way back. I know, don't think so. I, I think that's I I I I need to double check on that, but I don't believe that's correct. I do think there. Are, in fact, I'm looking at them right now. There are wheel companies that make wheels for that pretty much any size you want to do by the way so that's not so, correct yeah you could you could have somebody make a custom wheel if you had to at the very worst i think that'd still be cheaper than replacing the rear diff or or, or the hubs the hubs or um yeah they, did, they, it, I, who, who just a regular tire shop told you that or did you do any checking on your own chris i i did some checking and, and i thought that i saw some places that had those uh mm-hmm. you know kind of replacement rims that are that are single piece rims to go on there. And I, I mentioned it to the, I went to a truck tire shop, Okay, uh, you know, and they, they seem to be familiar with it. They gave me an estimate, but when I went back to actually get the work done a couple months later, they said, Oh no, we can't get, we mismeasured it or did something wrong. So the, you know, everything I'm reading, you can change the twenties, which is what's on it now to 22 fives. And it looks to me like you can buy those for hundred, 150 bucks a piece per wheel, roughly. Oh, that's a that's a great deal. So that's, you you can you can buy wheels. I mean, I'm looking online right now. You can buy wheels. You got to change size again. You got to go from 20s to 225s, but it's doable. And that's a more common. So I can get those tires easier. Very right? much so. Will that will that affect his yeah. um, uh, uh, speedometer? No, if you stay, if you keep the same circumference, no, it, it will not. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, that speedometer. I think somebody's done some work on that before. But the speedometer, <laughs> it says I'm going 85, and I know I'm not going 85. <laughs> Lucky if I'm going 50. So yeah. that's already. So it's up. already it's already off anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. Anyway. I don't. Again, every. I mean, there's actually websites dedicated to C60 wheel conversions. Believe it or not, Chris. So this is cool. not a. This is not an uncommon problem. Oh, well, that's great news, man. So I should just Google up. Just Google it up, start looking around. There is a, there's a bunch of information. I mean, I'm looking at it right now. There's a bunch of information on that. Oh, that's, you have, you have 20-inch split rims, and there is 
a gazillion people selling wheels. Now, again, some are pretty inexpensive. You know, some are getting up to the $300, $400 range, depending upon how fancy a wheel you want to get into. Right. Now, I just want something that doesn't explode. (laughs) I hear you. No, I would take the split rims off as well if it were me, definitely. They're really dangerous when they're inflating the tire. They are. Once they're on, they're typically pretty good, although... Man, back in the day, you know, there's there's many a trucker killed, you know, by you know even just checking the tire being bent down by it, and all of a sudden that thing lets loose. And really? yeah, there was many a truck driver back in the day killed from those things. Okay, yeah. they're they're dangerous. You know, yeah, they should be gone. Okay. All right. Well, that's, I don't know that's whose idea that was, and thinking those were great, but I mean, back in the day, that's just that's just what they had. I don't think anybody knew any different. I, it's airplanes still, I don't know if airplanes still do, but they had the same issue where they had, their their tires are put together with split rims. I mean, that's why there's cages for a lot of a lot of the tire shops that do split rims at all, if they're even doing anymore. You know, back in oh, the I day, mean. you had to use a cage. You had to put them inside of a cage. You'd air them up. You know, you'd put a hose on it. You know, a, you'd put a, a filler on it on a remote hose where you could control the fill from afar, and you put that thing in a cage. So if it let loose, it blew up inside the cage. Man. Yeah. It, yeah. it, it, it They're dangerous. It happens. Yep, it, it, it happened. No, it, it did. No, it, it, it's. I've, it, I've it, never it, seen one personally. Don't want to. By the way. No, it's. Uh, uh, and they used them not just on those Chevys. They right? used they them on everything back in the day. On. Oh man, even even light yeah. trucks were. You I mean you could get regular pickup trucks with split rims back in the day? Sixteen five split rims. It was common. Hmm. Yep. Not just. I think because we just didn't have the other reason I was thinking a moment ago as to why we had those back in the day, Chris, is we didn't have the tire machine technology to really change those. So the split rims made changing tires very easy, especially in the field, because you oh. could get the rim off or get the you could leave the you could leave the rim on the vehicle. You could get the split rim portion off, slide the tire off, you know, break the back bead, slide it off, slide a new one on. And boom, you know, there was your tire change even out in the field. That's, in my opinion, most likely why they did that back then. Hmm. And by the way, foreign countries, still a lot of split rims running around foreign countries. It's probably cheaper to manufacture. They don't don't need the tooling. They're still out there, believe it or not. Hmm. So, anyways, no, good, great question. But, no, do some searching. Got to take a break. Chris, thanks a lot. I appreciate the phone call. Sheldon, hang tight. Jake as well. We'll be right back. The question of the day is forgotten automotive Slang. Give us your favorite slang terms from back in the day. This is Drive Radio. We'll be right back. KLZ 560. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. John Rush personally uses Novus Autoglass to maintain his fleet of company trucks. All of his trucks tend to be in the same place at the same time on Friday mornings. So every Friday morning without fail, John's local Novus guy comes by to check all of the windshields on his company fleet. That's at least 50 different windshields. On the spot, any new little chip or crack gets immediately repaired. 
Since John self-insures his glass repair and replacement, Novus offers him a discounted cash price. Even more importantly, John saves a lot of money in the long run by repairing those chips and cracks immediately instead of waiting to replace all of those windshields down the road. He'd much rather pay $40 or $50 per vehicle for regular repairs than pay hundreds or even thousands of dollars to replace each of those windshields. Take care of your company vehicles. Visit drive-radio.com slash Novus now and schedule regular maintenance for your fleet. Novus Autoglass, the inventors of windshield repair. Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance will make you financially whole. Losing your home or vehicle in a disaster will leave an emotional impact, no matter how much insurance you buy, but it doesn't need to hurt you financially. John Rush personally knows homeowners who have ended up in bankruptcy because they didn't have proper insurance. Even after their houses were completely destroyed, they still had to make mortgage payments. Imagine trying to find a new place to live while still paying a mortgage on your old house, which no longer exists. The same thing has happened to vehicle owners who continue to make payments on totaled vehicles because they didn't have enough coverage to make them financially whole. The personal insurance agent of John Rush, Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance, will make sure that even in a disaster, you will be made financially whole. Call 303-662-0789 for the coverage you expect. Top auto manufacturers admit that today's high-tech engines, on average, can use a quart of oil every thousand miles. Why? To meet the government's fuel economy mandates, they use the faster-moving, low-tension piston rings that can clog quickly, reducing power, causing poor fuel economy. The Performance Oil Service from BG Products cleans piston rings and restores the fuel system. And it's backed up with lifetime protection for the engine. Ask your service advisor about the BG Performance Oil Service or go to BGFindashop.com. That's BGFindashop.com. BG. RoofMax in South Aurora keeps your roof going strong with roof rejuvenation. Modern asphalt shingles are manufactured with less oil than they used to be, so they dry out sooner, leaving them brittle and unable to expand and contract with the extreme temperature swings. Especially here on the Front Range where your roof handles high elevation sun, UV exposure, and severe spring and summertime storms, along with more than twice the national average snowfall, your shingles wear out even faster. Roof rejuvenation with RoofMax could save you up to 85%. Just one application of their all-natural bio-oil immediately adds five years to your roof, guaranteed. With up to three applications every five years, RoofMax could help your roof last 15 years longer. Save thousands of dollars by extending the life of your roof instead of replacing it. Call Dave Hart with RoofMax in South Aurora now at 303-710-6916. All right, Drive Radio KLZ 560. And that last uh, great new sponsor we've got on all three programs, by the way, RoofMax, Dave Hart, great guy. If you've got any roofing questions at all, have Dave come out, give you a free inspection. He's got a rejuvenation product that can make your your roof actually last much longer and not need to replace it, thereby saving you uh, thousands of dollars in most cases. So we appreciate Dave very much and, and joining us as a part of our team here. Sheldon and Aurora, you're next. Sheldon, are you there? Sheldon. How are you doing, sir? Yes, I'm here. I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. And you? Doing great, sir. My uh, term is neutral drop. Oh. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah, you don't hear that anymore. 
No, uh, uh-uh. I don't do it anymore either. But <laughs> <laughs> back in the day, guys did. <laughs> yes, yes, I did. Many I'm not times. sure these newfangled transmissions, Sheldon, will last doing that. You know, I, d- I honestly don't know that. Uh, I can agree with you, but I don't know that. But uh, yeah, my Paraglide put up with it pretty good. Oh, they did pretty well back then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. they did. Stick that, and, and rev that engine up, is, stick uh, it in, and away you go. <laughs> yeah, and then another one's Ford. Is what? Found on Ro- Oh, Ford, Ford found Ford, on Road yeah, Dead. Yeah. Found on Road Dead. Or Fix I, or Repair Daily. That. <laughs> That's true. That's not, it's I, the I other one. Slot, I did that for Slot Car Joe's benefit. <laughs> oh, good one. Good one. <laughs> All right. Sheldon, anyway, thanks, man. Day, Appreciate it very much. All right, Jake's got some more slang for us. Jake, welcome. Good morning. Good morning. How's everybody? We're good, sir. Great. Thanks for calling. Okay, I have a, a little bit of uh, integrational trivia. Let's hear it. You had the beginning, you had three on the tree, right? four on the floor, right? and there was a American manufacturer in the mid-60s for two and a half years who made four on the tree. Oh, really? I did and not Larry's, know that. Larry's younger than I am, but he's old enough that he almost guessed it. And so can you guys tell me what it was? Oh, no way. I've got to go back. Four on the tree. Four on the tree. Uh, I got to go back in my memory bank. I, okay. I don't well, know they, that I, I don't know that I could tell you. I, I'm guessing just, and I don't know this for sure. I'm guessing that's a Ford product, Ford, like a Falcon. Yes. Yeah, oh, so first on race day. First, first on race day. day. There you go. <laughs> okay. So fast on race day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so the, uh, I have a question too, but one word answer. Okay. So real quick on the on the four on the tree. What was the pattern? It, uh, it was uh, H, and then the separate reverse ah, and oh. the reason was because it uh the rocky mountain people because all econolines had only three speeds and a six-cylinder engine they requested a four with a granny oh there's another term a granny granny gear, granny gear. yeah that's right. another term You're good right. one and so they put a four-speed in made by english ford okay. which was called a dagenham Okay. Because after the factory, and that was the same transmission as a four-speed that went into the early Mustangs. Mm. But they they bobbed off the tail housing and put it four on the tree. And I was a Ford mechanic, and I read about it, but then I moved out here in 72, and I actually saw one hmm. because, because I had to work on them then, too, because the hippies all had them. And so, but they were built in uh, 63, 64, 65, hmm. and it was kind of neat. Uh, so anyway, everybody now knows there was a four, uh, American manufacturer yeah. who did four on the tree. I did not know that. Good okay, one. Good one, good. Jake. Okay, now my question, yes or no, uh, 91 Ford F-250 mm-hmm. diesel 7.3, troublesome year Troublesome model, or no? They just, didn't, they just didn't have any power. But other than that, there was a good, good vehicle, good engine. They just weren't turbocharged and didn't make much power. Okay, fine. That's a great answer. And and I, I have been a customer in the past of Larry's, but uh, now he's a wonderful uh, coordinator of trivia. <laughs> All right, Jake. <laughs> thank you, so thank much. you, sir. Appreciate it very much. Great. Uh, uh, by the way, some great answers there, Eric and Thornton. Go ahead. Hey, uh, so for that guy with the bus and the split rim, yes. uh, 
suggestion is called GCR or TDS. Um, split rooms are still extremely common on the farm, <coughs> excuse me, as well as in the intermodal hauling industry. They're incredibly common. Mm-hmm. And really yep. in the front range, it's only GCR slash TDS. Um, some of the Colorado land tire stores will still mess with them. Mm-hmm. Um, you literally have to have a tire store that has some old timers working there who've taught the young guys yep. the old tricks. And have a cage. But but again, I just Eric, if it was me, I, I would still get away from them, change them out. You know, the, well, the risk yeah, of being yeah. out on the road and trying to do anything with them and finding what you're talking about out, you know, out in the middle of nowhere. Granted, some of those guys might know, um, know, might know more than some of the city guys do, but I, I would not want yeah, to. I yeah, would not want to drive a vehicle with split I, rims anymore. Too dangerous. Yeah, I mean, you I don't need to. Intermodal. I, I haul intermodal containers, and I can tell you the dozen shops left in Colorado that still yep. mess with them. Yep. Because that's about all of their yep. left. Uh, yep. Because none of the big. Uh, you know, like the big truck stop chains, they're not, their insurance won't let them touch them. So that's uh, why you have to yeah, go to the little places. Does not surprise me. Yeah. I'm sure that's the biggest I, reason. I, I actually had a guy look at one not too long ago and go, what this? Yeah. Yeah. And I said, what do you mean, what this? And he goes, never seen this before. Right. And I said, fast. I'll go someplace else, thanks. <laughs> right. And, and I carry the tools in the semi to actually be able to single one out on the side of the road if I have to. I, I've done it no fun but i've done it right um and i got a slang one for you and this is still kind of around but i don't think anybody's really heard it in a while <clears throat> fix it again tony <laughs> it's what fix, fix it again. again oh yeah fix, fix it again tony, tony. Fiat, yeah. fix it again tony <laughs> that's fiat fiat yeah <laughs> yeah that's fiat yep yep good one uh, and by the way uh a sidebar to the whole neutral drop thing um statute of limitations has thankfully expired on this <laughs> Uh, about 1985-ish, me and about nine of my friends were in the Chevy van that my parents had. Middle of winter, had a couple bags of cement in the back for extra weight when there was nobody in there. And being a smart aleck, I decided to do a neutral drop with all of us in there. Oh, no. The transmission held up beautiful. So did the differential. But, you know, the, the item that would normally break didn't, didn't hold up very well. And uh, I never... My father... Fortunately, he doesn't listen to you guys, so uh, good. I can get away with it. We're in good. Like. We're in good shape. Good. Eric, <laughs> yeah, got to run top shape. of the hour. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. it very much. Joe and Conifer, uh, hang tight. We'll come back and take you right at the top of the hour. Steve and Thornton, uh, question on tires. We do have one line open, 303-477-5600. Question of the day is favorite slang, automotive slang, I should say, from the past that we don't hear much anymore. Myself, Steve Horvath, Geno's Auto Service over in Littleton, as well as Charlie Grimes, your engineer, and Larry Unger answering phones. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Drive radio. Second hour is up next. We'll be right back. This is KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ. 560.